Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I'm a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hey, you guys, welcome to season six, episode 10, the last one of the season. Period. Period. Yeah. Yes, we are reaching the last season. I can't believe we're going to enter season seven. Yeah. Um, we're not going to have that long of a off season, which is good news for you guys. You guys mm-hmm. will see us very shortly. So don't, very don't true. worry. Because I know the girlies be having withdrawals sometimes. We got you. <laughs> for don't real. Worry. We got you, girl. Um, so this is our last episode. And as you guys know, we have some class announcements to just drill through real quick. Yeah, so class class announcements. We are on part three of One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. Be sure to stay on track. Be sure to stay on track and finish that book. For our next club meet, book club meeting on October 15th, 8 p.m. EST, we have to push it because we're doing a lot of traveling. So that gives you guys one extra week to get that book read, okay? Also, click the link in our link tree um, or in our show notes to join the Type of Black Girl community on GroupMe. Um, it's very engaging. The girlies be talking and it's really just, we love the Type of Black Girl community. And finally, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are at 164 subscribers. I don't know who's unsubscribed, but you're on the list. Okay. Um, let's get to 200. Um, I need y'all to start sharing this stuff because we've had all season to get to 200 subscribers and we know more than 200 of y'all listen. So I need stop whatever you're doing, log into YouTube, subscribe because mm-hmm. we know everybody got a YouTube channel or you at least got an email. And I'm going to see 200. I don't want to say we're not going to post another episode until y'all we get to 200 because we are, we got, we got a plan and we got to stick to it. But just know if we, if we wasn't type A, it really would. We, we, we going to hold these episodes hostage until we get to 200. Yeah. In, in theory, we would be type B, but we just not them type of girls. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, yeah, those are all the class announcements and let's get right into RBT. Moms, please go first. Cause I'm excited for the birthday shenanigans. Yes. Okay. So RBT, if you guys are new here, Rose is something good during your week, but is what you're looking forward to next week. Thorn is something bad during your week. Hopefully y'all, you know, we know the drill. It's, you know, we season seven almost. That's hard. So um, I'll start with my Thorn. So right when I came back from Houston, you know, I got my little scooters. If y'all didn't know, I bought a scooter because I do not like walking. I know I live in a very walkable city. I don't like it. I genuinely do not enjoy walking. I feel like I get sweaty before work. Like, it's just a whole workout. And I realized, like, altogether, I think I walk about, like, an hour a day. Oh, wow. I walk 15 minutes, like, to the train station in the morning. And then I walk 15 minutes when I get off the train station to work. That's 30 minutes already in the morning. Yeah. And 30 minutes going back home. Mm. I hated it. I was like, I, okay, cool. Enjoy the scenery, whatever. I'm not with it. So I bought a scooter 
and I've been I've been just booming, just riding around the, the city, zoom, zoom, zoom. You see me on the scooter, you know that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, when was this? This was like a Tuesday, I think. Um, I went to the train station in the morning, put my scooter away, locked it up. Okay, I got I got a hard lock on it because people be stealing. But the part that I park my scooter in is like in the train station, there's a designated area for bikes and scooters. And it even has all these signs that are like 24 hour surveillance. Like you will be caught if you steal these scooters, da, 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 da. Like very like, you know, they let you know that we watching. Yeah. And the police are usually like at the station, like, like 20 feet away, right? So I have a long day at work. I get home at like seven. I get off the train, go get my scooter. Why do I walk by where I park it? And I don't see my scooter. And I'm like, I, I look around the entire station because I'm. I know I park at the same place every day. Yeah. But I was like, let me just. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I messed up today, eight thirty. Maybe I put it somewhere I didn't usually put it. I knew somebody stole it, but I was just in denial. I'm looking around. This Mexican man, so sweet. He didn't speak not a lick of English, but he was trying to help me look for it too. And he was like, "Oh no, say." I said, "Hey, me too, brother. <laughs> I'm out of luck. I don't know where it's at." So I, in conclusion, my, my scooter was freaking stolen. I had to go file a police report and I go into the police station and mind you, it's like pitch black in there. And they have like a, like a security screen. Like, you know, like you go to the post office, they have like the the glass or whatever. Yeah. And it's pitch dark in there and I don't see anybody. And I realized you probably can't see them, but they can see you. And I was like, hi, are you guys open? (laughs) And this black guy going to come out. We the police station. We always open. Okay. Well, then. Well, have the lights on or something, because I can't tell. I don't know if you're open, okay? Like, damn, cut me some slack. I've had a hard day. So he's like, oh, somebody be out with you to help you help with your problem. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I just, my scooter is stolen. That's literally all I need. I don't need, like, to report, like, no serious crime. I'm not hurting nothing. Yeah. Like, girl, why they bring out three policemen armed, ready to, locked and loaded? Talk about what's the issue. <laughs> Did it take three of y'all to find a missing scooter? Did it take three? Like, let's be for real here. Like, I appreciate that y'all have the backup, but I needed y'all to be watching the area where the scooter got stolen from, not sitting oh. in the back, hey. waiting for something to happen. And now three of y'all coming out, arms on the belt. What, what's the issue, ma'am? I'm like, I didn't even need all of y'all here. Like, what's going on? So now I got to show them the crime scene, quote unquote. We go to where the bike station is. They like, it was right here. I'm like, yeah, it was right here. Mind you, they have cameras. So I was like, you can check the cameras. Like, between this time and this time is when it got stolen, probably. And they was like, ma'am, like, you need to be careful because if you park in the same place every day, someone probably knows your schedule and probably took it on purpose because, like, realistically, we've been having a lot of bike stealings lately. And I'm like, so if y'all knew you was having a lot of stealings, why why does there not anybody watching this area? Like, they're like, are you sure you locked it up? I'm like, they took the bike and and the lock. They left no crumbs. Like, you think if I didn't if I didn't lock it up, the lock would still be here. So I was hot, bro. Like I was just like, this is so annoying. My dad talked about you should have put an air tag on it. I'm like, where was I gonna hide an air tag on a scooter? And track it? And track it? Like what car are you tracking the scooter from? No. Then the, the policeman gonna say, Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, sweetie, that's really that's real bad. That's real bad. Hopefully you have insurance. <laughs> I said scooter insurance. <laughs> That's so unserious, bro. We for real. Like, and mind you, the other two not even helping. They just standing there with their hands on their belt, just ad libbing, like, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a lot of stealings around here. We don't know what's going on. I'm like, bro, y'all are point y'all are like rent a cops, like mall cops, Paul Blart. Like, please. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, I was just so pissed. I was yeah. pissed. 
off. I was pissed. Then I went to the grocery store the next day and strawberries was six dollars. I just went home. I said, you know what? I've I've had enough. <laughs> Pack it up. Pack it up. Um, also found out, okay, so let me let me get to first background on Houston. I went to Houston for my birthday. It was great. I was gone basically. Just had yeah. a good time, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned 23, so I was like, I want to go to Houston because I wanted to originally go see Beyonce that weekend, but I also have already seen her. And as much as I love that lady, I couldn't justify giving her that much of my rent. So I said, I'ma just go to the city and just enjoy it. When I tell you the entire city of Houston was taken over by this lady, like there was a stand-up sign of her talking about welcome to Houston in the airport when you got off the plane. Oh wow. Restaurants were playing only her music the entire weekend. The theme of like different items on the menu were like named after her songs. Like, whoa. I, if I ever became famous, I want my city to go that hard. Like yeah. this is a this is a call to Vegas. I That's need you to rebrand everything to be Danasia coded. Like I was just in awe of how seriously everybody took it. Like the Uber drivers were like, you here for Beyonce? Like they literally, it was like a takeover of the whole city. So it was so much fun. Um, literally had such a good time. I learned that club culture in Houston is not what I thought it was. The first time I went, I was with my line sisters and we had a section, but like we was just kind of vibe and doing our own thing. This is my first time going and like interacting with other people in Houston really. And I realized section culture is really killing the clubs, man. It's what? killing the clubs. Like, I'm not going to hold you. It was just like everyone was just kind of in their own little area and like not interacting. And the bottle girls would come out, do the little dance with the sparklers and they would pour a shot. And that was it. Like no one's dancing. I'm like, where are the girlies dancing? I'm not seeing nobody like there's no dance floor, no nothing. And I was like, maybe New York spoiled me a little bit because the club scenes and the party scenes there, like they be dancing for real. So I was just like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, it, it was. And the clubs closed at two. I'm not used to that either two packing it up at two and so now at this point i'm like hitting up some friends that we made the last time i was in houston like hey y'all do y'all know about any after hours and as i'm doing that after one club um the girlies that are sitting on the ground are like hey girl we know a place mind you they look drunk as i don't know what the one girl laid out got her boots off in a a little tutu skirt laying on the side of the curb talk about i know where we could go i said i don't know where she's going but i don't need to be there I don't need to be there. She talked about, we going to a place called Double Apple. I said, that sounds like a 30 and up crowd. I'm not going to hold you. I don't need to be at Double Apple. So my other friend hit me up and was like, hey, I know a spot. You can go this place. I forgot where it was called. We pull up to that place. We're in the Uber. Mind you, the Uber lady that's driving us is just driving crazy. Like, she not letting me roll down the window because I want to take a video of the, of the street. And she talked about, oh, I got child lock on because people be throwing up outside my window and I don't like that. Would you rather them throw up in the car? And I was like, I was like, oh, so they throw up in the car instead? She talked about, no, I got some bags. We just reach in front of me. I reach in front of me. There's a whole thing of little Walmart bags that she have in case somebody throw up. She wants to smell that? She doesn't want to get well, in the car wash? It was crazy. And then our other Uber driver ended up dropping us off um, at the, the place that my friend recommended. And he's like, oh, ladies, is this it? We pull up to the spot that my friend recommended. Ain't no label on the building. It's like an empty warehouse. No. No. I said, where the, where the hell they got us? Where are we at? And the Uber driver was like, ladies, this is you? <laughs> we said, we don't know, actually. He said, well, uh, wherever you go, be safe. We got out that car. When I tell you, we heard scrap. Oh, He's never seen an Uber driver drive off so fast. He was scared for his life. Like, 
left us high and dry in the dust. Like it literally felt like a movie. We was getting a drip, dropped off on the side of the road. Like we didn't even go in there. My one friend, I talked to them, and I'm like, "Yeah, y'all, we not going in there." And they was like, "Oh, we didn't know it'd be this ghetto either." Like, well, then why are we here? So, long story short, we ended up a double apple. <laughs> And I was right. It was, in fact, a 30 and up crowd. Like, we ended up finding the girls that was on the side of the road. Like, they offered to drive us. And I was like, I just, realistically, I can't get in the car with strangers like that. Like, especially ones where I don't know how drunk or intoxicated you are. So we didn't go um, drive with her. We ended up meeting up with them afterwards. And we went into Double Apple. And when I tell you moms, like, this man, he looked about, like, 45. He walked past me. And, like, I realized a lot of guys, especially down south, they love to do the whole, like, Oh. Grab your, grab the small like your back and walk back. Excuse me, mama. Excuse me, baby. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. So the one did that, but as he did it, he like tugged on my purse down. Like I had like a long hanging purse. He tugged my purse down and then he grabbed my back. So the first thing I do is grab my purse because the booty gonna always be there. I gotta grab the purse because that could that he could take that one. So that I part. and he's like he whispers in my ear, in my ear. He's like, oh, mamas, I wasn't gonna take that bag. Why'd you grab it then? He said, you safe. I said, you literally grabbed the bag. Not you trying to gaslight me. The- <laughs> you safe? I said, what is going on? And so now I'm a little flustered and stuff. And I like take a step back and I almost like stumble because I stepped on somebody's toes. Now I'm looking back like, oh, I'm sorry. I stepped on somebody's toe. It's an old man laid out on one of the sections, knocked out. He didn't even feel his toe get stepped on. He was gone. I was just like, what, what is going on? So I, I'm looking at everybody else at my phone, like, checking the time. Like, whenever y'all ready, I'm ready. <laughs> it's, it's, it's time to go. Um, so we're about to head out. And then some man grabs my arm. He like, where y'all going? I'm like, home we're going home he was like why you ain't got no no drink in your hand I said I don't I don't I don't really feel like drinking and he got a whole bottle of warm honey in his hand I don't want that bro he's like he's like well I'm gonna pour you a shot what you here for I think my one friend was like it's her birthday I said don't tell him that don't tell him that like we ain't never gonna leave here he's talking about it's your birthday it's my boy birthday now my birthday twin come up here to talk about now you gotta take a shot I got henny I got henny I'm trying to find a way to lie out of it. Like, oh, I don't drink dark liquor. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't do that. He's like, oh, no worries. Goes to his his handy bandy notebook, his, his his three musketeers bag, pulls out a whole thing of Casamigos. Like, where do y'all just be having this? How did Double Apple let you in here with all that? Really? Now you talking about, oh, well, you say you don't drink dark, so I got light too. When I tell you it took everything up in us to escape those men and get outside. Like they literally were barricading the door, would not let us leave until I took a shot. I literally, I don't even know what I said. I think I said like, I'm gonna throw up or something if you make me take it. Like I literally was just like, no means no, bro. If I say I don't want to take your your, your warm shot, I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Like the clubs, the one club we went to, they closed at two and we ended up taking forever getting there. So we got there like 145, but we thought that maybe two was like, like maybe they didn't really mean to because i'm like no way they really close on time why we get up there and the bouncer was like all right ladies yeah i know we're closing 15 but it's gonna be a 40 dollar cover <laughs> is beyonce I said 
$40 covers to stand there for, for 15 minutes? No. He was like, yeah, ladies, you know, it's Beyonce weekend. I said, okay. Wasn't that deep. It was never that deep. Pack it up. Um, so all together, I mean, it was a good time. It was just like the club experience. Maybe it's because we went on such a crazy weekend that there was so much happening, but it was insane. Um, yeah, but either way, I had a great time with my friends, though. So shout out to them. We, we yeah. had a good time in Houston. Um, and it felt like a mini reunion. Like I saw Sam, I saw Linda. Uh, it was kind of like a crossover episode because um, they met Mia and that was crazy. They've already met Peyton before. So like yeah. they already met Peyton, but Kiana was there too. Like it was just like a whole crossover episode of a whole lot of people ill. Like I was just like, wow, I love a good like mix and mingle. Like here we yeah. are. One of my so um, shout out to everybody. I mean, we had a good time, but it was just a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say that also that I feel like I got scammed while I was in Houston because I got a random like Instacart charge talking about thank you for your Instacart order through PayPal. And it was like a hundred dollar like Instacart order. And I was like, I don't even use Instacart, especially not in Houston. Mm-hmm. And so I filed like a claim with my bank and they're like, yeah, this is a fraudulent charge. So we don't know what was going on in Houston, but someone definitely has access to your PayPal. So we're going to block all charges that came from that. I'm like, bro, I can't win. I oh, literally yeah. cannot win. Can't win. Oh, um, but I mean, in, in better news, um, I had a really cute movie night with my friends the other day. Like we went out to go to get sushi. I don't even eat sushi. Yes. You know, yeah. I was really having a good time. Just there for vibes. Yeah. I was just going to order some rice on the menu for real. Um, and we ended up going to this place called South House because the sushi place didn't have no, res- no reservations. So we went to South House, had a great time. And then we went back to my place and watched a movie. And it was just really wholesome. And I was yeah. like, low-key, I'm starting to love these little, like, friend dates with my friends more than even going out to the club. Girl. Um, and finally, oh, God, sorry. It's been a long list. But we had to get that out. We have a lot we of We haven't people. had a catch up in a minute. No, literally. Like, I'm like Speedy Gonzalez through this list. Um, my bud is that I have a spooky bucket list for this yeah. season. Okay. If you know me, you know, that fall is my favorite season. My birthday is the first day of fall. So it's yeah. really like, you know, that time. And I basically just have a running TikTok folder of all the things I want to do in New York and Jersey of like apple picking, pumpkin picking, hay rides, spooky stuff, like a lot of East coast foresty stuff that you can actually do. That's scary, which yeah. I don't know how scary it'll be. Cause I don't really play with demons, but we'll see, you know, how how scary it can get without me being like freaked out um so yeah that's the bucket list that i've created with my friends and i said we're gonna have to knock all this out i'm right there at the apple picking but i realized i was like what am i doing what am i about to do with a pumpkin i don't want that in my house because they'd be rotten low-key so we're gonna do apple picking i'm gonna get some apple butter because like there's this app called nudge and they send you weekly date ideas to do yeah and i love it so much and they were like do you want to do pumpkin apple or Haunted house. I said apple, and it's about an hour and a half drive. But yeah, I think okay. I, I think I'm right on. I think I'm right on to that. But there's just so much traveling going on in the next few months. Listen, I don't know how much I'm gonna w- want to go outside when I'm not on planes in another state or country. Listen, my friends talk about oh, it's gonna be safe October. I said we've said that all year. It was safe January. It was safe February. It was safe Arch. We what ain't is done that? that. I ain't never heard of that. Save October, like like stack your money in October because you're gonna spend a lot of money. Oh. I said we've been saying that all year. Realistically, it's maybe a little I, thing here and there, but not for like the like no. I want to do a no spend month for a minute, but it's just like sometimes Amazon calls my name. Sometimes I need to buy stuff last minute. Like sometimes things happen. 
sometimes pretty little thing calls and I can't not answer. Like I there's can't. just certain things that just come up sometimes. Like, and it's, I'm giving myself grace for that because I know how I am and it makes me happy. It's just that simple. Grace is grace. Grace and charging to the game has helped me all 2023. Oh yeah. And also the money will come back reasonably, yeah. responsibly. The money will come back. Yeah. But the experiences won't. Facts. Huge facts. Ooh, okay. Um, for my rose, um, I got a promotion. So living love the loca vibes. Here's the thing. I thought everybody got a promotion every single year. Exactly. Which is something that doesn't happen, I guess. Literally, I was asking all my coworkers, I'm like, Oh, how was your promotion talk? Da, 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 da. They're like, promotion? What? I said, well, did y'all get a bonus? And like for sales, they don't get bonuses like that. They only get one bonus a year. Whoa. They don't get two. And I was like, I'm learning so much. Like I'm talking to my coworkers like, oh, daddy, did y'all get a promotion? They're like, no, we just got bonuses. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Cause I, I'm asking everybody how their promotions is and ain't no, just bonuses. So yeah, I also got my bonus. So I've had stuff on my list that I wanted to buy. So I wanted to buy this suitcase that I've been wanting to buy probably since last year and some change. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like it, here's the thing. It was my b- first big girl purchase when I had my internship. Like that was my, like, I was like, I'm going to spend like two, dollars $300 on the suitcase. And it's lasting me. I love it down away, away suitcases. If I can get a sponsorship by them, if we can oh, mom, away, away or bays, bays, Shay Mitchell's. Yeah. I want that weekender bag. Here's the thing. I just know I don't like stuff on my shoulders. Mm. I know I don't. And then, like, she she even said on, on TikTok, she's like, y'all complaining about the the weekender bags, but y'all filled them up. I was like, you got me there. Because, like, but, I don't like duffel bags being my carry-on. Like, I don't like none of that. I like to roll, and it's a good roll, too. So I'm going to finally yeah. get the um the checked bag because with all the traveling I'm doing, I, I'm doing, I need a good suitcase. Like, you can't really just – you can't really cheap out on a suitcase – for if you want it to last five plus years, and that's kind of what I want, and they have really good warranties, all that stuff. So yeah. we'll probably, I'll probably be buying that mm, probably when I get back. I tried to get some boots, went to uh, Nordstrom, Dillers, and Macy. They didn't have them. I'm sitting here like, I need y'all to get y'all Vince Camuto section a little bit up because I saw these online. I saw it in an ad, looked up online. I got the picture. Get the meaty boots. So I'm just gonna order them, and then if uh, they don't work, it's free free return. So. Just gonna do yeah. that. Um, I've just been like, obviously, I made a budget, but I really am just like, I'm not gonna go too ham, but I'm, I'm just gonna swipe my card. Like, I've kind of been in my swipe my card mood. Like, it, and it's really just been prep- preparing for this bachelorette trip. Like, I feel like if I didn't have this bachelorette trip coming up, like, it wouldn't be nothing, nothing insane. But to my thorn, so I ordered. Three things off a pretty little thing because I had ordered my clothes off a of sheen to uh about a month and a half, two weeks, two months ago, and mm. I was like, Oh, I want my body to look like this. That is the last time I shot for what I want my body to look for. I need to shop for what my body looks like. Because mm-hmm. I really felt like two months ago I was gonna be in the gym consistently. Life life, and I did it. Like I went on my walks, I, I did my best, but I've been going. Okay. So yeah. now the outfits I have don't really work with the shoes that I have or nor the body that I have and how I want it to look. And I'm like, let me get some pretty little thing stuff, get some pretty little thing stuff. I sent it to the wrong address. I was like, Oh, I'll just switch it. When they send me my tracking order, Tra- got, got my tracking number. It's nowhere to be found. I don't know where my package is. I don't know where it's getting delivered. I'm just going to call it a fraud and 
charge for the game. And then, um, so then I had to order Fashion Nova, do $13 shipping. And I hate paying for shipping. Like, it really hurts me because it feels like it's not going towards nothing. You know, so I got a pink dress and a black dress. And honestly, the black dress kind of gives your your black day for your birthday, but just like very little little black dress, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. So very, 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 very booby, very butty, very leg-y. So very excited. And you know how sometimes you don't know if you're going to match the vibes of the place because it's not your friend, it's your other friend's friends. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you definitely know that. I'm sitting here like, oh, I don't know what this about. Like, when none of nobody done send their outfits in the group chat. Like, it's, oh, it's that type of vibe. Moms, it's just themes, colors, and you, we're, we're going out. So do with that information what you will. And we have mood boards, but... Not everybody can will follow these mood boards because I'm not going to hold you. Not a lot of them be actually reading. Because I'm a part of the planning committee. And if you are a part, have ever been a part of a planning committee for a birthday or anything, specifically a bachelorette, you know, sometimes those girls can get in your nerves. And oh my gosh, I just need y'all to read. Just just take a second and break it down. And realistically, when it comes to the outfits too, it's like, can we all be looking like we're going to the same event? I don't know if it will be, moms. So, uh, y'all won't hear really what the batch will be like because it'll, it'll be during off season, but you will see it on my story for sure. This come, this, it'll, it will probably already be passed or no, this is coming out this Friday. So you guys will see it Sunday, uh, Saturday and Sunday. But if you guys follow me, but, um, me and Anasia have our little recap, which she'll understand it, but I'm not about to be putting people on glass on the plot. Um, also North Carolina was a grand time hit all my favorite food places. So that was great. I got to see um, India and Winston. And I made, speaking of like spooky stuff, India is a giver. India is a huge giver. And she doesn't really have many people that pour into her the way she pours into other people. Like a lot of her friends mm-hmm. are like physical, fi- uh, physical touch and quality time. And I like to try to match what you would like for your love language you know even if it's not mine i'd like to match it but i love giving gifts i love seeing people run my gift to the ground because i know you used it and mm, you loved it yeah. so um i got her a spooky basket full of like like she loved extra 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 large shirts so i got her extra large um sweatshirt um i got her all her favorite snacks because i screenshotted basically that did a the secret sand in july of for her team and they got her all her favorite stuff so i screenshotted off her story put got and made sure i saved it and then put everything in the box, and she was crying at dinner. It was great. It was a great time. Like it, I was like, "Yeah, this is what I'm talking about." I love when my friends cry. Like if I could make my friends cry, that's what I'm talking about. That's and mission so, accomplished. Mission. That's what I'm talking about. I literally, my my manager asked me like, "How how was how? Give me one good story." I told I told him, and he was just like, "Okay, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like he, you know, he don't he don't really understand. I, I said spooky basket. I'm like, this man don't know what that means. I'm it's like, what? He went, he went home to his wife said, honey, what's a spooky basket? <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, but it was a very, very fun time. Just very tired. And it's just like traveling back to back weeks. It's just, ooh, and I'm just so glad that I didn't go to Beyonce. Oh my gosh. Moms, you would have been getting back this morning. You would have been pooped. Especially this is my busiest week of work and everybody already irritated me. I got three days three days to do five days of work because I'm taking off today's three days PTO. So it's just been mm-hmm. a lot. And finally, um, for my boot, I'm sorry for my bud. Um, Kelly's batch is coming up. I am on, I want to say day nine or 10 of my hundred day challenge. So feeling really good. I'm a 10th of the way there. 
We got 90% of the way to go. And then I will be getting my Canon G7X Mark II. Very excited. And finally, I've been talking to my little brother. And he's just like, oh, I just want to talk to you. Like, I just miss you. Can you come to Arizona? I'm like, oh, my sweets. Like, that's just not how that works. Like, I I came to see you for your birthday. I don't remember that. Uh, You remember when you were 13 and I came to brunch with you? You remember that? My bank account remembers it. Thank you. And so um, he's like, oh, yeah, you did do that. I'm like, I'm not having kids. Like, you would be ungrateful. And he talking about some, I said, oh, like, you got any, like, what, what does the girlfriend situation look like? He talking about some, shh. Oh, what does that mean? What, what? If you're listening, my little brother shushed me and put up the number four. And I'm like, so what, is, and he's like, I've had four girlfriends. I said, so what does that look like? You know, and he's like, well, um, I hang out with my friends at lunch. She hangs out with her friends at lunch. And then we text. I said, okay. Wait, 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 wait. He got four at the same time? No, no, no. He, he, he's had four girlfriends. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, you're really playing the game. Mind you, mind you, this man um, answered the, my FaceTime call at, with the light skin pose like this. I said, Griffin, put that phone down. Why are you light skinning me? Don't do that. That's weird. Put it eye level, please. I'm, I'm just such a, he talk, he, he's lifting weight. I'm like, what, what are you doing? What it what talking about some I have a six pack one seat goes into the mirror. I said, Okay, what am I supposed to do with that information, Griffin? Congratulations. Brothers, like especially with this 10 year age gap, we have nothing in common. We yeah. literally have no no I aligned ideals at all. And it was the cutest thing. This was the this was the main thing. He was like, I said, sweets, like, um, you know, like what the boyfriend and girlfriend thing, like, what did that look like? And he told me, and he was like, I said, okay, like, get your first kisses, like, holding hands. He's like, no, I'm saving my first kiss for marriage. I said, oh, oh, that's wholesome. <laughs> Very wholesome. I said, so you're not a complete light skin. So I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that because that he's a light bright. He got his grandma's color and Brett, he taking that to the head, talking about some, I almost dreads because the other two black boys at school has dreads. Griffin, you don't even take care of the hair that's on top of your head now. You don't, your hair's too soft for dreads. Like that, you're not going to take care of it. And my dad definitely's not going to let you get dreads. Like that, he's, he's not, he's not. The, the dreadhead epidemic, as a girly that loves waves, I just, I just hope and pray that one day, one day the waves will come back. Like I, I get on my knees and pray every day every day to the gods above that the dreadheads will one day grab the scissors because i can't take it i'm i just don't like it i don't i don't like it though get your hands out of your head bro oh, like because i it, who's retwisting it who and how are you and how are you paying her <laughs> how are you going buckaroo what time are you going to get your head retwisted like it's just it's, it's a lot of stress involved <laughs> i i remember the the drip challenges on twitter wave challenges I, I, let's bring that back. Let's bring let's back bring wave challenges. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Oh. Sincerely. <laughs> With love. Uh, but y'all, let's get right into this episode. I know it was a long RBT, but we wanted to update y'all. Well, honestly, we also want to update each other because we, me and Deneja have not had a, a, a real sit down update chat. Oh. I don't know. In a, in a while. Like we talked about this. It's so hard being podcast co-hosts and friends because something has to take priority and realistically i catch up with a good amount of my friends like 
weekly at least like I yeah. like we talk on the phone and it's a it's a good two to three hour call yeah. weekly realistically yeah. but I'm like that two to three hour chunk goes towards the podcast yeah so realistically it's giving off season to catch up and off season is and if we have time it'll be like after the pod but like sometimes the pod like I don't know about you, but it kind of clouds my brain. So I forget what I'm supposed to be telling you. And then I forget to write it down. And I'm like, oh, she doesn't right. miss this part. But then something else doesn't take, take, take in precedent the next time we talk. So I'm like, I done forgot about that big thing that happened in my life because something else happened. Right. And then, then I'm like, oh, I didn't tell you about the biggest, the biggest thing that's happened in my life in the past three months. My bad. Um, so this happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's Here's the thing. Definitely better than before Dreamville. Like that, yeah. like not, not like aligned to that at all, but definitely like, it's just kind of like a toss up. Like ugh. we just, we literally just, that's why we try to update as much as possible in the pod because yeah. I feel like pre Dreamville, we was just like grinding. We was going like, that was like, we, and honestly, we, we've kind of low key been slacking on Instagram, but it's just like, I need y'all to give us grace. Cause even just putting these pods out. From Danasia editing to us trying to find time to um to to record to us to periods and us having to push really it out because of cramps. Yeah. The yeah. Girls, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just say we're not gonna say too much. Things will get significantly better soon. soon. So and that's all we're gonna say. Cause when we say something, y'all really y'all y'all take it, y'all remember. So mm-hmm. somebody right now writing this down. Mm-hmm. You will see soon. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into this episode. So we were talking about how, for one, me and Faye definitely had, I'd say, like, similar, like, high school growing up experiences. And we realized, like, we are really late bloomers in, like, a lot of different ways. Yeah. Especially when it came to, like, high school and dating and boys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guarantee you a lot of the type of black girlies can probably relate to us. Facts. Huge, huge, huge facts. So we're just going to get straight into it. And I've really been seeing this more so on TikTok. This is really where I got it from. And it was they were more so doing it along the lines of like the people that have that are like addicts. And so they can't start their lives until like they're like 26, 27 because they don't get clean until then. But I was like, I know we can twist this in a way to where it can align with us. So typically I'll bring podcast ideas to Nasia and then I'll be like, I don't know what angle we should do. And Nasia will bring the the angle. So now we got the angle and we're just going to get straight into the question. So moms, what did your high school experience look like in comparison to the typical high school experience? So dating, drinking, partying, et cetera. Um, I was doing none of the above. Like, as y'all know, I've talked about this in a previous episode. Like my family was very strict and I was also the oldest daughter. So it was giving very much like guinea pig vibes, like just trying to be like the best oldest daughter, the best oldest sibling. And I was also very, like, very into school, very driven and very, like, doing everything in school. I was in, like, choir at one point, BSU, like, girl, I can't even sing. I really don't know why I was in there. I'm not going (laughs) to, I don't know why I was there. But it was just, like, a lot of different things I was involved in. And, of course, part of me wanted to be doing the, like, partying and drinking and parties and high school vibe, boys, all that, this, that, and the third. But I also didn't know how, like, Mm -hmm my friends that I was hanging out with were also just like me. So it was kind of like, we were just seeing all that from afar, but we didn't really know how to infiltrate into that. Like there Mm -hmm. was no easy passing ground into that world. It was happening in front of us. and we just didn't know how to jump into it. Yeah. And I would say like the closest I got to it was me being on the volleyball team because like the athlete circle was kind of like a circle. So it was kind of that vibe, but even still, it was like, if you know, you know, if you were an athlete and you weren't like a partier or like the typical high school kid, 
it was just the same as you just being a regular kid. It didn't matter if you played sports or not. Back. So like, I'd say that was mainly what it was for me. Like, I only liked one black boy in my class because he was the only one in said class. Um, he was on the basketball team. And I think this might be where my love for tall men came from because he was tall as I don't know what. And I was like, I don't know how tall he is, but I know he black. I'm black and I want him. Mm-hmm. And that was the only black kid that I liked. My whole school was like mainly Mormon, like white Mormon. Yeah, like Vegas has a very heavy Mormon community. So it was literally split. It was like Mormons, everybody else. Oh. And a lot of my classes, like if I found any white boy cute ever, which it was never like want to date him, it was like, oh, that's a cute white boy. Yeah. There was a good chance he was a Mormon and was probably going to be married by the next year or going off to. Going to yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember the one black boy that I did like in class, um, one of the girls I actually knew in DECA, she was on the girls basketball team. And why did she tell him Denasia has a crush on you? No. I said, a girl, girl. like number one girl code, like number one girl code. Literally. I remember dreading DECA because I was like, I don't even want to see her. I don't even want to look at her. So, I mean, all together, I'd say like, I wasn't doing none of that, but part of me did wish I did. No, absolutely. Absolutely. For me. I started dating on the last day of high school, like literally right before graduation. Mind you, I done, I forced him to be my boyfriend. I think this is in one of the failed talking stages. I was like, I'm not going to kiss you until I'm your girlfriend. And he was like, okay, we'll be my girlfriend. I said, yeah. Then we started kissing. So, um, yeah. Also, I didn't drink um, until the summer before college. Um, and I was, I was just very straight laced. I was very like, I'm never going to drink. Like I'm never going to do none of that stuff. Like, that's just not me. That's just not in me. I was never raised like that. My mom would like reverse psychology us, um, with like, like wine coolers. Like I, I will never forget the taste of this mango wine cooler. And it was disgusting. And she's like, taste this. And I was like, ew. And she's like, this, this was back in like seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade. And then she was okay. like, yeah, so you don't like it. You don't like it. So never drink alcohol. And I was like, never will until I went to um, I went to South Carolina two summers in a row to visit um, Kelly, and because um, I missed her so much, like um, being in high school, we would only we only saw each other like maybe maybe twice during high school. And I was right. like, I'm gonna come see you. I'm gonna use my Dunkin' Donuts money to come see you, and that's exactly what I did. I don't know how I was traveling. I don't know where that money came from. Because after that car payment, I, that money was very slim, but I made it. And um, we went to this house party one night, and that was one of my first actually probably my first a lot of my first happened with kelly i will say and it was her and her friend adrian and we went to this house party with some of her other friends and she's like oh do you want to drink and i was like no and she's like come on drink and it was very peer pressure like it was very movie-esque like everybody's like come on drink you know you want to drink all right come on i'll drink i'll drink well that was my first drink warm hennessy and coke and i chased it with the beef jerky that was in my fanny pack it very crazy (laughs) <laughs> chasing with the with the beef jerky I, I need hey, to get in my mouth that's high school. school the thing is at, but the thing is this was the this was the summer right before college so I'm kind of glad that I had that experience but right before college because I would have I wouldn't have wanted to get peer pressured at all but I definitely wanted what wouldn't have wanted to get peer pressured by a Chad or Brad like I'm glad it was with Kelly and Adrian because I it, I not that I did I, I felt safe I knew I wouldn't have felt safe at like a white front you know, it was just a fun right. little house party, maybe 20 people max, like very cute, very fun, just memories, built memories in South Carolina to the very least. Um, but also during high school, I simply was never invited to a party. Like I, I, I was just, 
not that I was a narc per se, but I was just like, so, like there was a stick up my butt for sure. Like it was just like, girl, just vibe. Like this, it was really never that deep. Like it, you don't like, I would get teased so much with my cousins and my little sister about like, I would just say, be like, Decca, I need to go Decca. Da, da, da. I was that, like, that was a huge part of my personality. And it like, it really makes me cringe. Like if you, I don't archive anything on my Instagram. If you scroll all down on my Instagram, you will see the Cat Williams haircut I had. That just, that was me. I was wearing that suit everywhere. Way too big for me. That oversized blazer came wherever I went is where that, that blazer went. It was a cult. No, it was giving like Michelle Obama vibes with the haircut. (laughs) I promise you. Like it was. It was really crazy. Like looking back, I I also wasn't invited to anything, but I was. I think it was more because people were just like, "You the smart one in class." I I go to you for questions on homework. Like I don't see you in any other capacity. Like it was really volleyball and like Deca and smart smartness. Like mm-hmm. that, that was the only groups that people put me in realistically. Yeah, and I remember like people that I would meet and have like group chats with, or like if I had a group project with them, they'd be like Tanisha, I didn't know he was like cool. Like I didn't know he was like. It's like cool to talk to. I'm like, cause you literally put me in a box, baby. You don't know who I am. Like, yeah, realistically. And even as an adult, there's people I've talked this, I've talked about this before on the podcast. There's people that I've met from high school that I went to college with. And I was like, Oh, I had Indonesia. Like I graduated from Arbor and they'd be like, Oh, me too. I'm like 2018. They'd be like, Oh, me too. I'm like, yeah. we were the same class. Didn't even know. Cause literally head down in the books, bro. Head down, down in the books. It literally, but I mean, it did pay off. Like I ended up being, I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it and do it well. I became valedictorian. I was like, yeah. I'm going to take this smartness box you to put me in and go to the top for real. That but part. it's like, realistically, it does take a little damper on you as an adult because it's almost like you're trying to make up for what you missed out on in high school. In high school. Girl, lit, literally like, so, I, and maybe that this, this isn't a question on the list, but like, what? what do you think you missed out on and what do you think you're like trying to get at a little bit harder now that you're like 20, 22, 23? Hmm. I know for me, I think it's alcohol. Like maybe if I started a little bit early, I would be maybe a little bit more inclined to shots. I, and I know I've said this a lot. I'm not allergic to alcohol y'all. I'm just always dehydrated. It's not, I'm not, I'm not allergic. <laughs> I'm just dehydrated. That's what it is. I, I was going to say I don't like the feeling of being, I don't like the feeling of being drunk, but that I, I think maybe if I started in high school, which I'm glad I didn't, cause I don't, how was y'all, who was giving y'all alcohol? The parents? How were y'all buying it? Fake IDs? That scares me. Oh goodness. That scares me. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I think the fear of going to jail was really what kept me out of a lot of this. <laughs> I said, I can't do jail. I can't. And the thing is, I've, I have always had really bad shooting anxiety, anxiety. And it's not like I lived in a very bad neighborhood, but we lived like around the farms in my junior and senior year. Like it was like, you had to pass like farm farmland to get to my high school. So like we, they were just making up stuff to do. And I was just like, uh, it's not the hood per se, but y'all just, y'all are bored. And I don't, I don't know who has a gun and I don't know what's going on at them parties. I'm actually okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't like that either. Like we had too much. Honestly, part of it was also that the groups that I would hang out with, if I if I was going to party, I knew they was doing some harder stuff than just drinking. 
Mm, like, wow. I knew they were snorting and smoking. I remember one time I went to a, um, a Canes, like, okay, so after our football games, everybody would go to, like, a Canes and in and out like, plaza, right? That'd be, like, the hangout place to go. Mm-hmm. I remember one time after a football game, I went there, and I opened up the bathroom door, and I literally saw, like, a girl in my theater class snorting coke off the off the counter. And I'm like, she turned around, hey, Ganesha, what? Yeah. I'm like, do you need a tissue? Like, And I'm seeing her the next, the next day in theater class on Monday, like nothing happened. Like, that's also what kind of turned me off because I was like, the way y'all are partying is not how I want to party. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to dance and have a good time. I don't want to yeah. be snoring, snoring coke in the bathroom. Oh, it that, and that that never had saw that in high school um because you know never went to a party but they saw that uh they were that we i forgot what our asu card, cards are called they were chopping up the coke God, when a student ID card yes moms yes. like I, like you want some like i didn't know people really did these drugs for real for real like I, yeah. i'm thinking when, I, when i'm talking about crackheads like i didn't know you would sit next to me in chemistry one-on-one it, where y'all who is y'all supplies or suppliers what's, what's going on moms and the crazy part is like i feel like kids like that really were like popular and like really like yes, everyone knew mom. them in high school and stuff i look at them now and not to be like oh, like peak in high school you know those people peaked in high, but they peaked i promise you they peaked in high school that was it and all of the popular girls because like when when they would even acknowledge me i'll be like oh my gosh like i would have a high the whole day, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, they, yep, mm-hmm, yep, I'm I'm a part of them. I'm a part of the popular girls. Meanwhile, it really wasn't that, like, they just really wanted my answer to something, you know, it really, it really never gave, it really gave fake. The popular girls were fake, for real. Now they smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes? Cigs. Moms, what's going on? Like, like no, dead ass. I, I'm actually very interested to see what our like five ten year reunion reunion looks like because the girls that used to not necessarily be mean in high school but like just not friendly and you could tell they were very clicky are now the same girls that are under your instagram pictures talk about so pretty like we never we never talked and you weren't nice or pregnant oh on their third kid with with who cigarettes oh unfortunately that is like that that and the thing is i feel like this is going to help some of the high school girlies really put things into perspective because just know it gets better just know it gets better like just know the popular not to say not to like put them down but like a lot of the girls that you feel like oh my gosh i'm gonna be like them you do not know what's going on at home you don't know what their future looks like and nobody does but just from what we've seen based on historicals ugh the data is pointing towards the direction we're talking about and realistically i never knew why a lot of those girls were popular a lot of them were i'm like why do all the boys like that one girl like i used to be like what is it about her that all the boys really like that one girl and it clicked like like there's probably a reason why that one boys only like that one girl and it's because she's doing something that you're not doing that part and won't and won't do yeah yeah um moms what are some what are some of the pros about being a late bloomer i know we've said 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 a few of them but what are some pros that you could think of um honestly for me it's just like you now have the emotional maturity to go through some stuff 
yeah. without feeling like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Because like for me, I feel like if I went through half the stuff I've gone through, like even this year, like 15 or, 15 or 16 year old me going through that, that would severely alter me. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like yeah. I did not have the emotional maturity, even the like the strength, not to be cliche, but realistically no. the strength to go through a lot of like, even like heartbreak, a lot of things that you go through in your 20s, I feel like are meant for your 20s. And I think sometimes even teenagers, they try to jump the gun and try to grow up so fast. And it's like, you don't even mentally ready to go through what you're about to go through. That part. Aren't. And it's going to suck. It's in, in leaning on your friends that can only do so much because they also don't have that emotional maturity either. We all 15. Blind leading the blind vibes. Listen. Like, ugh, it's, and I feel like now also to that point, I'm closer to my mom now and I'm more comfortable. I've always told my mom a lot of stuff, but definitely more comfortable telling her literally every aspect of my life for real that I wasn't, I was just really focused in, in head, head in the head in my books during high school and college where it was just like, I would tell her the high level stuff, but I'm just like, nothing's really going on. But now that life is actually lifing and your mom knows a lot. Your mom has been through a whole freaking lot. Like she is there to make sure you don't make the same mistakes, you know? Right. And now I could be like, mom, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I really don't know what to do. And I don't know. I, I don't, I don't even know what baby faith would have done at going through things that I'm going through now as a 15 year, 15, 16, year, even freaking 19. I was going to say even 20, like realistically, I feel like a lot of the stuff that my mom like was telling me about and saying she was right. I just didn't like the way she was telling me. It. I didn't. I didn't like her tone. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Like you, you, you make me feel like I'm like, like, Done. I don't know anything, yeah. you know? And it's like, I, it's not to say I didn't know anything. I just hadn't experienced anything yet. I knew what these things were. I just hadn't gone through them myself. And Absolutely. I was like, you know, that doesn't mean I don't know nothing. And right. realistically, we were smart girls back then. It's not like we were like, you know, just hanging by the seat of our pants. Like realistically, no. we knew a lot of things and we handled ourselves well. It's just that like a different level of maturity you get as you go through life. Facts, huge facts. And for me, like one of the pros is I could learn from other people's mistakes. Like a lot of my friends weren't late bloomers. So like I could be like, oh, like how was the date with the boy? Like, da, 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 da. like what did you do? What did you what 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 did you wear? Like all that stuff, like being on FaceTime and doing like, oh, what am I wearing for my date? All that stuff. Like I was never the person on the um, opposite end. But I love seeing all my girlies go through all that because I could see their heart breaks and I'm like oh my gosh like I don't know what to tell you like I, I'm you can shoulder to crown vibes like I feel like not dating in high school and really even barely in college for real until I met Lola for real I went through less heartaches than the average women that started dating in high school and I definitely have more common sense than, than baby faith because baby faith didn't even know her left from her right like I, I was that was honestly one of the a big reason why I didn't go to out of state school because I was like, if I can't even know my left and my right, how am I going to navigate a whole nother state? Like that, that just didn't seem smart to me. It was like tuition and stuff. But like, I was looking back at my Google photos and I don't, uh, this was before Lola. And I had gone on like a hinge date or not a hinge. It was one of those random ones that wasn't t- Tinder or Bumble. Mm-hmm. And he was there for like the summer or something. And I, I was like, oh, like we we had a cute little makeout session in the AM at the back of the AMC. Like it was a grand time. I'm like, oh, period. When he comes back for the fall for the November's break, like yeah, that's about to be that's about to be my side piece. Why was I literally Snapchatting my friends? Like yeah, you know, 
um, after after September and October, then my, hopefully my man will text me back. After? After? Whoa, whoa. I'm talking about standards on the floor. Like, I, the thing is, the way I really, like, <laughs> fell in love with Lola is crazy because all of my side pieces just dropped me. Right, like me and Lola were best friends, and I was just like, "Dang, I'm down and out vibes." And I was like, "There's this guy; he's being very nice to me, but I'm really not sure what's going on. Like, I don't know why he's being so nice to me. I don't know what he wants from me." That ended up being Lola, and literally the best thing that's ever happened in my life. For real, <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out to all them dropping me because <sighs> perfect timing, divine perfect timing. timing, like like divine timing. Like I, to this day, I'm just so glad I never screwed this thing with Lola. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, like, every day I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I really could have been talking to somebody else while I was talking to him. Like, that would have really hurt him. Because he he mm. he cut everybody off when he started talking, even when we were best friends. So, like, to this day, that is something that even even this morning, I was like, wow, I'm so glad everybody dropped me. Like, in the, it really is, whoo, whoo, it's, uh, it's man, man. Frack, <laughs> that would be a scary thing. Like that's that not that that's a core of me, but that's one of my cores. I will say, like Lola is one of your core is one of my cores, and I'm glad that it's a good man. Like it's not a man that be bashing my head my head through the wall. Like be calling me in and out. Like just a nice man. Like I, shout out. Look at God. Look at go, girl. Hey. Don't do it. Okay. Um, but y'all. Moms, what are some cons of being a late bloomer? Um, I'd say at least when it comes to like dating and stuff, I think it's very easy, especially for me, like since I didn't have any dating experience in high school that I could rely on like myself, besides what I heard from my friends, like I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I wanted. I had, I had a clean slate, which I guess was good because I was kind of started from scratch, but it was like, I was just, whatever man was showing me attention at the moment, I was like, this is. I'm in love with you. It's simple. It's really just that simple. That that is a curse. That is a late bloomer curse because he, uh, a lot of toads, a lot of a lot of frogs. Oh, a lot of frogs to get to the prince. Let me tell you, like right. it really does suck because it's like, dang, like you you want to romanticize everything so much in your head. And I'm a reader, so you know the girlies that are our readers and you read romantic books. Your standards are through the roof because yeah. them, them bookmen. Yeah. Bookman and Bridgerton men are one and the same, baby. They will treat you like, and I think I just had very high standards for what I expected. And I just kept meeting these little boys that were just not hitting the mark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I have to do? Yeah. Yeah. Fell talking stages will definitely give you some insight if you haven't, if you haven't listened to those and to what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Go back and listen to failed talking stages one and two to hear what mess we are putting up with. Because realistically we were too like, smart nice successful beautiful women to be going through that going through that i i will say um i feel like i was inexperienced handling my liquor um but i just think you know that's dehydration and also i was a stick from um in college um i didn't know none of the party songs so i feel like that's where i'm definitely inexperienced like i'm like bro i thought dreams and nightmares was a new song let's just say that i I thought it was new and I was like, this is what y'all been waiting for? Like, okay, what? <laughs> um, and also, like, I was just so awkward in dating in college. Like, as soon as I crossed that stage and finalized my summer, 
um, before I got into my engineering camp, I was, I downloaded Bumble. I downloaded Tinder. I'm pretty sure I downloaded something else. Uh, some, some weird one, not plenty of fish. Cause that's for, mm-mm. but, um, yeah, I, I was just, I was so awkward. Like I just let the man lead and some men, like they, they, they know you're naive. They know mm. you're dating and not that they took advantage of me, but I just feel like I definitely could have put my foot down in a lot of, a lot of situations where it was just like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to let the man lead. You know? Right. And that, I was so afraid of being mean. Yes. And being, and being like, I don't want them to think like I'm rude and stuck up. Like I was just so concerned with like how they felt about me and like what people would say, like, oh, he's going to go around and say, oh, don't talk to her. She's stuck up. She rude. For me, just setting basic boundaries. Like I was so afraid of that. And it's like, looking back now, I'm like, if that man is not meeting my standards, you're, it's, it's wraps. Like right. I'm not afraid of being mean because realistically, or not even mean, just being firm on my standards. Like yeah. if there's even the guys that I was talking about earlier in this episode in Houston that were trying to pressure me to take shots, I'm saying no. And I don't, I don't care about how you feel about me saying no. Like mm-hmm. no it is no, what right. it is. No yeah. means no vibes, you know? Like, I think that's another thing. I think there is a, definitely an opportunity to be taken advantage of once you start dating and doing all that stuff early because you don't even have your footing. Like, unless mm-hmm. you're just a very strong-willed person from the jump. Yeah. Some, some people are. Shout out to y'all. But realistically, I know, moment of honesty, I was not that type of girl. Like, mm-hmm. I really struggled with being nice all the time and a people pleaser. And yeah. that, that, that also came into a play when it came to dating. Like, I would have let that man probably do what he want because i'm like oh well you know like trying to be the nice complacent girlfriend and it's like that don't get you nowhere exactly because like i don't know when the next boyfriend when the next person will like me like i just want to keep him da, 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 da. like i definitely definitely understand that one like it was just so irritating that i thought like that like mom stand up stand up like like <sighs> but you don't know what you don't know that's the thing i can't really be mad at baby faith because she didn't know she didn't grow up around men she didn't really have a solid male figure to t- teach her about men. So it's like, it really was just a really steep learning curve being a late bloomer. And honestly, like I had that and I still was like lost in days and confused because this generation of men was not operating the way that like a lot of, a lot of the men that I was growing up were ba- raised off of. Like it was not traditional courting. It was not like that. It was more like, Hey, let me get your Snapchat. And I was like, wow. Quickly too. They love that phrase. Freck love that i'm like bro tb on it tbh like for a tbh that was the quickest way to get a roster black screen yeah quickly Quick. like for a tbh like for a rate that was literally my main source of dating like or you get a regular party and you post a picture and then they slide up bro yeah and it, it yeah. was likely just an emoji the fire emoji yeah or and where then- you going without me that's that's the most <laughs> the most like when I tell you even even early years in college like freshman year of college the stuff that guys would be saying and thinking that's it like I remember one time my friend posted me and her on snapchat and some guy we both knew was like threesome (laughs) (laughs) and she talked about oh my god I'm like girl (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) pump the brakes Pump the brakes, baby. We we're not doing that. Oh my god, he was flattered. I said, block him. Like, what are we doing? And shout out, shout out to me for having the common sense to know that boys saying obscene stuff to you like that is not a compliment. That is that that's it. That's it. Red flag. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. 
Yeah. Not going to play. Mm-mm. No. Get him out of here. Get him. I didn't Get have that much common sense, but no, you, you're not going to come. I'm a lady. Treat me like a, a lady. Like. Now, now. Since then, me and her are no longer friends to this day for reasons at, for reasons as such listed. And oh yeah, like literally, oh. like she ended up being crazy and trying to do stuff like that with her friends, and it really felt like setups. I think I'm thinking about a specific friend. I don't think it's that friend. I don't think no, no, no it's okay. a different friend. Okay, it, it's, it's a friend that almost required a restraining order. Like everybody was like, oh, yeah, I think, I think, I, I think, yeah. crazy, crazy friend, yeah, yeah. Um, um <laughs> are there things that you saw your peers do at the regular time that you wish you did sooner? Um, okay, this is unrelated, kind of related, but unrelated. Like, yeah. I really wanted to be a like football basketball girlfriend. <gasps> oh bad. Like, oh, you don't understand. Either, either I don't even know what I gotta do. I don't know what I gotta do. But I literally want that experience so bad. Like I want it so badly to be in the stands with my man's number on my chest and 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 pom poms in my hands. Like yeah. that was a. I don't know why I was so stuck on that, but high I really wish moms, high school sweetheart. Like I really did want to experience a high school sweetheart. But now looking back, like I do realize that a lot of the high school sweetheart situations were a little bit toxic. Like they either stayed together longer than maybe what the relationship's due date was passed and they ended yeah. up just being with each other because it was constant and consistent but they didn't end up growing together they like grew apart yeah or it was like they were really not that compatible in high school and they ended up becoming more compatible I don't know I I just feel like a lot of the high school situations that I've seen to this day from my high school that are still together either they turn out really really well or you could tell they low-key hate each other and they just don't want to leave so yeah. part of me is kind of happy I didn't experience that because I don't know. You don't know what it would have ended up looking like, but man, I wanted to be a football girlfriend so bad. Be at all the playoff games. I didn't even watch football. I just wanted to be in the stands looking cute. That really was like, I just like, I wanted, I, I wanted to be a cheerleader. Okay. I wanted to get dressed every Friday and that thing, not flexible at all. Couldn't could barely do a cartwheel. Okay. But I wanted that. And I wanted, like, I was the amount of just like, jealousy that poured out of me during high school because like the with the foot the football girlfriends and their and their pom-poms and their and them cheering at the pep rally and I'm just sitting here like I want to do that like I want I want to I want to be on that team actually and honestly there was there was a lot of clicks it was very like it was very uh not girly girl kind of girly girl like it was a it was very like I'm in charge and she's doing that it was very catty oh it was very messy uh, very messy like uh, looking back i'm very glad i didn't get involved in it because she would talk about talk about things that could break you realistically girls are very mean in middle school and high school yeah. and a lot of the stuff that happens to girls sometimes during them times sticks with them and literally like impacts their what's the word um confidence yeah for years off of just something small that a mean girl might have said to you in seventh grade or sophomore year in high school Oh, that's rough. I think I was I was just cool enough because there was it was weird. A lot of the cool girls were in AP classes, and I'm like, y'all don't want to be here. But they were very <laughs> smart, so it was like, that. no, the, the cool girls were in AP classes. The cool boys were not. The cool boys, no. The, the cool, cool boys. boys were not. No, they were. They were football. at least in my high school. They was not. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. maybe a little sprinkle, like, but he wasn't getting a lot of playtime. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah he was but, but I will say we did endure enough mess for a lifetime during DECA so it's not like we weren't we didn't get messiness in, in high school 
Oh, we definitely got our fair dose. And then I think once I realized like, okay, football girlfriend's out, I was like, deck a couple is nested up. I need to get me a deck of boyfriend. Wow. I never, that wasn't even a, a reality. Like there weren't, there wasn't even a, a consistent black person in deck Arizona DECA that I could be like, yeah, you're, you're you will win enough medals to match me for us to be the DECA couple. It never gave. Oh, wow. No, no, no. See, like, like first kind of semi love vibes was in DECA too. Really? Yeah. Mr. Two Years. Oh, he was DECA? He was in DECA. Like his chapter, his DECA chapter, all football players, all fine. That was the only way I was going to get the football dream. I'm not going to hold you. He was a football player. That yeah. was the only way I was going to get it. But yeah, no, that was, that was when I was like, I need to deck a couple vibe. But we started we started talking towards the end of senior year. So it really didn't. It was dead and gone by then. Fact. But yeah, like realistically, I really wish something like that would have happened. <laughs> even, even from out of state, bro. Bro, we had some connects. Tennessee? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now he a little uh, uh-uh, but he, a little, uh, he wasn't as back in then. Back yeah. then, y'all, there was there was a man in Decca. All the girlies, if you know, you know, Fine. especially for state officer. Oh, we went, we went. Um, this was uh, one of the first times I met Denasia. No, maybe the first time I met Denasia in person. Yeah. Um, and he was there. He was state officer. And when I tell you, me, uh, uh, Tommy, and you, which is like. Yeah. Hey. And I will say that was one of my first white boy crushes because everybody knew. Everybody knew I had a crush on Jaren. Like, bro, Jaren. Oh, girl, we talk about two different guys. No, 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 no. I'm talking about no, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But right. I was also in extreme love with Jaren, and he, oh, like, me too. he just had a swag to him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He was like the he was like the Justin Bieber of, of Decca. Justin Bieber in his boyfriend journals era. Keep yeah, yeah. He was he was Justin Bieber in his journals era for Decca. Yeah. And he, yeah, I had a crush on him too. Everybody, that's why he won, bro. He kept oh. winning everything because he had the whole female vote. He had the entire unanimous female vote from all genders, all races, everything. Like, it don't matter where you came from. Everybody loved this boy down. Like Everybody, and now looking back and knowing, like, that team was very messy. Like, that's, like that international team was like, Okay, maybe he wasn't, but on the facade he put on, he he fooled me. When he put on that deck of suit with that little that that little pin and got that got in front of that microphone, yeah. that man could have told us to stop, drop, and roll, and I would have been putting out a fire. Simple, it's really bro. Like high school, us, we were just so and and he 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 played into it too. Like he was like, yeah, like how you doing, Faye? Like bro, don't piss me off. He knew his strengths and weaknesses. He'd be like, mm-hmm. do I have your vote, Denasia? You sure do, Mr. May. <laughs> you are insane. Meanwhile, he had a girlfriend this whole time, bro. Whole time. Didn't know. Whole time, didn't know. Didn't know. Because she was super down on Instagram. It was oh. like, is that her sister? Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. I'm flirting with you. Okay. Hey, listen. But oh. no, Mr. Mr. Tennessee definitely was up there. I remember at one point, Um, I can't remember what where we were at. If I can remember if we were together, but Mr. Tennessee had hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. Was, like, was like, hey, Denasia, like, you know, I'm about to be in your city. Da, da, da. When I tell you. Bro, that was that, t- bro, to this day. <laughs> bro, that was like right when you moved to New that York. Was when I moved to New York, yes, he was like, I'm about to be in your city. Da, da, da. 
16, 17 year old me Bro. came alive and well. I was freaking out to this day. I was freaking out because it was just like I had such a huge crush on him back in the day. Like it, it really was like a full circle moment. That and I'll tell you another moment, moms. My middle school slash high school crush. He honestly looked like Mr. Tennessee. I clearly have a type. Clearly. He, I had a crush on him back when I was in middle school and I first came. All throughout high school, had a crush on this boy. Like, never had any classes with him, just knew him from afar. Mm-hmm. And I literally, like, he would he would walk past me in the hallway, I would hold my breath. I know that feeling. I would shudder. Oh, my. <laughs> like, just... Man, <laughs> I don't know what it was, and and he was so, he was on he was in fashion, he was dressed like he was just so cool. Oh, that's like, right right there. I'm like yeah, that's that's a little bit of me right there. Yeah. So I remember one day it was like it was 2022, I think. Yeah. Um, I got a notification, and I I remember I stopped stalking his Instagram because I was like, I don't, you know, you just kind of like yeah. uh, ain't nothing new. Like um, it's been years. Yeah. I stopped stalking his Instagram. 2022, a random day, I get a notification that he followed me. <laughs> Out the blue, yeah, he was thinking about you, and I literally like, like I literally was transported back to high school in that moment. Like he didn't even like no picture. All he did was follow, and my day was made. And I remember one day I posted like a TikTok. It was like this is how boys in middle school used to dress, and it was like them in like those Nike, those high tech Nike socks up with the roshis. I was like, this is exactly how they used to dress. He liked the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to marry me, so. Okay. <laughs> Middle school sweetheart. Like, okay. Like, I literally was gassed for, like, yeah. the whole week. Like, no way my middle school crush liked that story. Like, he he had to know. He had to know. He knew. I kept it on the very low. I only told two people. Wow. Because I was like, ain't nobody ruining this for me. Especially after the first girl told my <laughs> other crush that I liked him. I was like, ain't nobody ruining this for me. Y- y'all got it. I literally kept this near and dear to my heart. So it was a very much full circle moment. And that's when I was like, yeah, like. That's that I peaked. I peaked. Yeah. Yeah. And continue are continuing to like, it just, it's, I'm glad that we didn't peak in high school. And in that moment I was like, dang, like, you know, not, not that like I'm the nerd, but like, it's just like, I'm, I'm graduating like close to top of my class. Like I'm going to college. Like it's just, what's the next, it was very much like, what's the next step. But now right. that like we're grown girls, we got disposable income. We're travelers. Like we got, we got, we got some people behind us. Like, it feels really good to know like all of that hard work and head down in the books was worth paid it. off. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And even now I'm like, realistically, like at our 10 year reunion, I feel really good about that. Like oh, extremely. I don't like, I feel like this has, I never felt like, Oh, this was one of my best years. 23. Yeah. I ate that one up. Yeah. Easily. We did have some. We had. We did, we did have some lows, but the highs overshadowed them. Exactly, the highs made up for it for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And finally, finally, what would you tell your fourteen to eighteen year old self to help them feel okay about not doing things on the same timeline as their peers? Realistically, Denasia back then was so headstrong. There's nothing I really could have told that girl to make her change her mind. But if she would have listened, I would have just told her like, "Your time will come." Anything that you want to do, you will eventually do. It's going to come to you. And honestly, it is better that it's coming to you later because you'll actually have the like mental capacity to handle it. Facts. The ability to actually process what you're going through. And it won't like be the end all be all for you. Like there's some girls I know from high school that like went through a really bad heartbreak or something like bad in high school and like just never bounce back from it. 
really like yeah like it's giving like that was that was it like that they took that and it literally like really did hurt them and they have not moved on from that so I'm like looking at girls like that I'm like it was honestly better that I for one by force my parents wasn't having none of that nah two just by choice like I was just naturally like I'm not doing none of that yeah like I was just naturally already looking to the next step like my goal was like go to a nice college and you can live the college experience and do all that mm-hmm. stuff Thanks. so like I feel like it really did work um but yeah I would tell her your your time will, will come and honestly it's more fun to do all these things low-key in your 20s so you're not burnt out for one girl and you got the money for it you got the money to do it and and more time realistically mm-hmm. there's no rush there's, there's literally, literally no rush, rush. Yeah. yeah um for me it's girl don't worry it's gonna come because i was just so infatuated of just having a boyfriend so as, as soon as somebody paid me attention especially starting in college because that was like the main attention vibe right before the pandemic it was like oh my gosh let me cling on to them because i don't know what who's going to give me attention next and then they dropped me who's gonna, or i dropped them like it was it was like girl like let's stop being thirsty like I, if that that would be a main thing like let's stop being thirsty but it, if you didn't get no no juice in high school and you got a little bit of juice in college, it's just thirsty vibes. Like that's just, it's simply what it is. And also I would tell her like, girl, it's going to come. It's going to come. Like just wait about a year and a half because that's, I I, I didn't really have much time to date and before I met Lola. Like it was, it was very much like a exponential curve on ha- me telling him I love him. And that was a few days after he asked me out. Like it was, yeah. Right, right before the pandemic, like I didn't really have that much time to date, but I'm glad because the the, the little the little stint that I did have, I went through a lot during that time. I will say it was it rocked yeah. me. And even even to that point, also like your hot girl era will come too because I had a I had a glow up like I'd say senior year and another one like like freshman sophomore year of college. Literally life changing. I was getting male attention that I had never, ever gotten never. before. Never. And I was shocked because I was just used to being very, like, quiet and to myself and not really, like, receiving that. Yeah. And it's definitely, like, it's definitely, like, a, I don't even know what the word is. Like, it feels it's, it's a brain scramble to, yeah. to be not used to have male attention like that, to it all hitting you all at once and you being, like, like, do they really like me? Like, where is this coming from? Like. Yeah. It definitely is very rough. And I'd say like that definitely also helped me kind of realize what I liked because I was getting male attention and I was like, I don't like the way those specific guys are talking to me. Like I could tell you only want one thing. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was not like experiencing that. So if it was yeah. high school when I hit that, 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 uh, that glow up, I feel like like early on, maybe 15, 16, I might've been more vulnerable to like men oh, trying to take advantage of me yeah. versus me being like 18, 19, dealing with it. Still young, still a teenager, but a, shoot, there's a huge difference between 15 and 19. So huge, huge. And I, girl, your, your growth spurt will come and you might have a few of them. Like oh. you, if you don't got no body right now, it totally fine. Don't, don't, don't be looking at the tertiary girls. It's going to come moms. It's coming. Okay. I promise you. I promise you. And I feel like we went through high school at a time where so like the BBL era was really like up and running. The surgery era was really up and running. It was definitely very hard to see all that and be like, damn, like I'm only hundred pounds. Soaking wet. Like I, I I'm I'm shopping at Route 21 and I'm I'm glad I can see a triple zero. That 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 was a prayer answered. I said, they sell these? I don't gotta shop at children's place. Oh, I was lit. Like, because the thing is, adjustable straps was me, my best friend. My, my oh. parents always sensed. 
<laughs> I used to be so mad because my mom would make me wear those. She'd be like, you either wear a belt or wear those. But I'd be like, I hate that they're bulky. Like, I would really be arguing with her. And then on top of that, you got me in these these adjustable pants. Not even just that. You got me in this huge coat. Talk about it's cold outside. I don't want to wear the big coat. I want to wear a hoodie, the California hoodie like the cool kids. With the boobies bracelet. I don't want to wear this. <laughs> like... The one with the bear, the 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 California with the bear. Mm-hmm. lifeguard. Yeah, <laughs> where are we all getting this same sweatshirt? I know not all of y'all going to California go get this sweatshirt. Where are all y'all getting this sweatshirt from? I know I never had the sweatshirt. I never to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> okay, we can do Lulu. Let's get it. Let's get it to let us. Oh, also lean on your friends because they'll be there before and after. I know sometimes when you get into oh, relationships, yeah. you can. It can be like, oh, I want to just center myself all in this man. Da, da, da. And the thing is, I have always given my friends, I don't, I don't know where this came from, but I've, um, I think it's just because I saw a lot of my friends date and saw what that looked like and how you can get infatuated with the man that you're with. I, I give them about a six month buffer. After that, you need to start being my friend regularly again. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. You, you love you a man, but I, I'm also your friend. And if he breaks up with you, I was here before and I'm going to be here after. So I need you to still be my friend. But I get right. it. My man, my man, my man. I get it. But also, um, I'm over here. And the thing is, it, me and my best friend, Elisa, had beef because she got her her boyfriend before me um, during college. And I was like, girl, we was hanging out all the time. Now this man come in. Yeah. Why is a man there? <laughs> what, literally, why? Ariana, what are you doing here? Like, every time I see him, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Christina, like literally, like literally, (laughs) leave, please. Like, and the thing is, we like we actually had like a fight. Like, I was just like, I don't like him being with you all the time because I want to hang out with you. She's like, well, during college, because this was like later on, like our later years in college. She's like, well, during the early years in college, you didn't really hang out with me. You hung out with your other friends. I was like, oh, she gagged you, girl. And the thing is, Bisa is very much the ice to my fire. So for her to say that, I was like. You might be on to something. That's on me. I will never do that again. But also, I need, I want some beast this time. And I don't want him right. to be around. Right. And so, we got that squared away. We got that squared away. But that that was really hard for me to swallow. Like, my friend isn't going to be with me all the time because she got a man now. Oh, that's hard to swallow. Especially in, like, college. Like, I want to be outside with my friends. I don't want yeah. you to be up in that house with that man. No. In that, that dorm room, sharing that twin bed. Y'all know y'all both can't fit. Now his booty is hanging off the side. Like... <laughs> Or your booty, or both y'all booties, because you never know. You never know. But yeah, I feel like this was a really good episode to end the season off on. Oh, absolutely. I think I think a lot of the girlies can relate. I think this is stuff that realistically, I'd say about seventy percent of us went through. It's only the thirty percent that are probably like like that glorified high school experience. I really, I don't think it's realistic. I'm not gonna hold you Mm-mm. unless you just hit the jackpot. Huge facts. And like, not to say you peaked in high school, but you had a really, really good time in high school. You had a really, really time in, good in college. And then you also have a really great time in, as an adult. Shout out to you. I don't so, know. How, like, that sounds amazing, but it didn't. It wasn't for me. That, oh, that we didn't even touch life. about us being black girls at PWIs. Realistically, a lot of the girls that were experiencing that were the white girls at my school, at least. Yeah. So I think that was really the cheat code. I've never, I never saw a popular black girl. Mind you, I only went to PWIs, but. There was really, unless there was this really, really very beautiful 
black girl now she's a model and like she she was just she was like cool she was the act she was track volleyball but she was also beautiful and da, 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 da. like she was like basically like instagram famous and i'm like wow you have it all right then her boyfriend cheated on her and i was like well, maybe you don't have it all. and that's crazy because yes, bro like, cause she was bad like i'm talking about baddest on the flow like still to this day to this day that's crazy i'm yeah. telling you if beyonce got cheated on i know if Rihanna got cheated on, it's 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 a crazy world out there. It's a crazy world out there. Y'all be easy, but um, yeah, no, same. I think there was only one girl, one girl, one. And she was she was mixed. She wasn't even like dark skinned She wasn't fully black. Yeah, she was light skinned green eyes, and yeah. that was. But she was the only one that was pretty popular. Like got like homecoming court, homecoming queen. Same. Yeah, that was it. And maybe there was like one token Asian girl. Mm-hmm. token latina girl but the rest were all white so it's like and they had those i don't know if it was hollister it was one of those white stores and they had the skater skirts oh yeah oh easy <laughs> that, the was, that was the easy sign of popularity skater skirts easy sign oh yeah like that in the vans sure i it was like the high top high top uh converse from mine my school mm. yeah it's crazy how like there's universal signs of like popularity depending on when you grew up. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm trying to think of where them people are at today. And I sometimes I, they'll pop up my timeline. I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, oh, that's her. Oh, she's dog sitting. Not dog sitting, mom. Mom, like, dog sitting and smoking cigarettes with a whole bunch of tattoos. I'm like, who is this? Sometimes I go through the I go through the year, but whenever I whenever I clean up my apartment, sometimes you know you go through like the old box. I'll just yeah. I'll just take a peek back in there, and I'm like, wow, where are these people at? One of the girls, and she wasn't popular. She was just like a girl that was in a, a lot of the AP class that I was in, and she is unrecognizable. I'm talking about piercings everywhere, um, uh, tattoos everywhere, uh, different color hair, probably every new profile picture. And then I'm 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 like, who who is this? On my following on Twitter, oh. <laughs> I'm talking about like I'm talking about like legs wide open with the Miss Girl got a block got a square block on it. <laughs> the square block is crazy because we oh, know it's there. Who's taking that picture? That was a two man. That was a two man operation. Like that wasn't a or a really good tripod. Great tripod. I'm talking about ten second time. Wow, moms, you never know. You never know. I will say another thing was me realizing some of the boys I liked in in high school. Didn't know they was gay. I seen them at the pride parade. What? Well, these were the white boys. Oh, okay. okay. I never really interacted. I just saw them from afar. I said, I like his little swoop. He he yeah. looked cute. Yeah. Yeah, he was swooping the other way. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, goodness. You know those ones that you know they're gay, but maybe they don't know they're gay or they don't want to come out? It's like, and then like they finally come out with like with a boyfriend. And I'm like, I am so proud of you because- we was oh, just waiting. We oh, I the 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 closet was glass. There was a few of those at my high school. They posted they're coming out. I'm like, well, you didn't already post this. <laughs> we didn't even need no announcement. What? Talk about I'm what? Post your top. Post your top five Spotify albums, and I think we could figure it out from there. Actually, it's it's me and you, me and you, was both listening to One Direction. I knew then. Is Troy on there? Troy Savon. Troy Savon. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> That's stupid. Troy Savon. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, bro. Okay, so for pop culture, um, I know that this has been a long episode, but it's the last episode of the season, so why the frick not? Um, we're gonna go ahead and really just do pop culture. Do maybe a few. Why would you say that? But moms, please let us know. Let us know what's going on in France, y'all. In France, there is a bed bug epidemic, Mm-mm. and to someone like me, this is quite literally my worst fear. <laughs> Because when I go into hotels, I'm lifting mattresses. Yeah. Like, I'm doing checks because I'm just so afraid of getting bed bugs just because they spread everywhere and you can't get rid of They're very hard to get rid of. Yeah. So I saw on Twitter this girl, she, t- she took a picture of, like, um, like, a, like, a, of like her where she's sitting on a train in France. And there's a bed bug walking across the top of where she's sitting in front of her. Like, imagine, like, when you pull out your tray on an airport when you're on a plane. Like, there's a, there's a bed bug walking across that. And the caption was like, Usually it's terminus say it's terminators. I mean, they say that if you can see the bed bugs, the problem is way worse than what it actually is. If you can see them, that means the infestation is out of control because usually bed bugs are hidden. They're out of sight. So if you can see them, it's really bad. Moms, they said there are bed bugs in the trains, in coffee shop seats, anywhere where there's cloth. The bed bugs are there. People are bringing them into the hotels, bringing them onto flights. It's Paris Fashion Week. So a lot of people are flying in and out. So imagine where else these bed bugs are going, y'all. This is this is serious. This is like COVID part two, y'all. This is a big deal. Like I just was got so stressed because I was just like, I know a lot of people fly in and out to New York. So I already know we're going to be the first to get hit realistically. Literally. It's so bad. So um, I said to say, y'all, check y'all bags. Like it's getting rough out here. If you're traveling, be careful, like sanitize down, check your seats. But yeah, literally moms, every single thing, like people are saying on trains, on buses, on anywhere where you can sit publicly or there's cloth publicly, carpets, there are bed bugs crawling into your purses, into your bags. And I don't like know how you're saying that and how that is actually coming out of your mouth. You know, you're not throwing up. I, I don't know either. I threw up before this call. Okay. That's really what... <laughs> David. No, it's literally just like, it's bad. And on top of that, I don't know if y'all have also seen that New York was just completely flooded. Like, yeah. And all I can say is, if y'all have been listening for a while, you know that for a very short stint, I'm talking three and a half weeks max, I lived in a lady's basement in Brooklyn. Yeah. Long story, go back and listen to, I'll have to figure out what episode it was, but I'll look at you when you're talking. Yeah. Um, all I can say is I am so grateful I am not in that lady's basement because basements all throughout Brooklyn were flooded, like tore mm-hmm. up from the flow up, like real bad. People were just yeah. swimming in their apartments. So I'm just so grateful that that's not me anymore. Um, the subways, there was literally like water coming through the walls down in the subways, like flooding completely. All the trains were down. Like I did not leave my apartment. Like the city was off limits even hoboken area like in jersey that was off limits too it was absolutely terrible and i was seeing people on tiktok making videos and stuff of them walking through the water trying to you know everybody anything anytime there's natural disaster somebody want to make a video now is not the time to go live baby put Mm -hmm. put the tripod away and i literally seen a video of these girls walking through the water like making tiktoks and all i could think of is like for one rats can swim let's remember that hard like they're professional what i read on twitter yeah, they enjoy swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Phelps rat is crazy. Michael Phelps, like Remy the rat, is swimming through that water. The, the New York streets are already filthy. On top of that, the water is brown. 
of whatever dirt and rat is whatever's going on down there right I'm seeing girls walk and trudge through the water thinking it's cute and funny, recording their experiences. All I thought is that nasty water in that Gucci. That's, oh. like, your cooter has unknown diseases, babes. This is your sign to go to the gyno. Is what this saying. is your sign. Not even the gyno. You need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> the gyno can't even help you, girl. You need to go get an antibiotic. Because <laughs> the rats love to swim. <laughs> Ever heard somebody say antibiotic with all the T's? Antibiotic. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got rats in your cooter. We need to work. <laughs> Why did you say that? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's true. Oh my gosh. Moms, they had it's it's bad. No. Also, the episode that we that we talk about all the new city new West stuff is episode 21. New City yeah. New West. Um, go back and listen that was a time go back and listen to that we've come a long way that was literally about a year back just yeah about. yeah, yeah. No, literally at that time i was in a a, la- a random italian lady's basement in brooklyn and there was shit coming through my drain so <laughs> you do with that information what you will go listen to that go listen, go listen. um mm-hmm. uh do you want to do what we said there so go straight to the we're only going to do two calls from the request line today yeah, I think moms. I think we should just handle the first one. I think we should do. Why would you say it on just the first one? Because we are we are very over time. Okay. Um, um, all right. So why would you say that? Let me see what's going on. I actually just sent Denise or something. Um. Uh. Actually, to talk about the rats, um, I just googled if rats can swim, and Google said they are excellent swimmers and enjoy doing it. Prayers for y'all. Enjoy. They they do that for fun. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, st- I sit in faith the same thing of like the bed bugs. It was actually insane. Um, so one of mine was, oh, oh, oh. Um, so Loki, as a kid, I used to enjoy taking this. It's like the the pink antibiotics while we're on the topic of antibiotics. Do you remember ever taking this as a kid? Yes. It was kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> There were certain medicines I didn't mind taking, as long as it wasn't cherry or grape. Moms, I was literally telling told my mom, I was like, honestly, you really didn't have bad kids, but we were just very experimental. And because my mom worked a lot, she really couldn't like watch us. And we there were a few times where we lived in my grandpa's basement. It was like it was kind of like a like a entertainment floor, the third mm-hmm. the basement. But we would do this thing, and you know, I was the ringleader, and so there was this thing called sepical, and it was cherry flavored, and it would it would numb your throat. So I would be like, okay, I get five sprays because I'm the oldest sister, mind you, no sore throat. So I'm literally, and I'm like, you get three and you get one because, you know, big sister, middle sister, little sister. I'm spraying right. it in everybody's mouth. And everybody's like, like, like everybody's mouth just numb. Just, just, throat just, just numb. no reason. And my mom's like, what? And I was like, yeah, we would always spray call. Like, that's why it was never in there. Like, we would be spraying it after school. Like, okay, who wants to spray? <laughs> And that's crazy because once you said it makes your, your throat numb, I remembered what it was because I've taken it a couple times when I actually needed it. It tasted yeah. great. It tasted great. I love the, I love the feeling. They need to stop making medicines taste good. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back nasty medicines is what I'm saying. No, literally, because I won't ever want to abuse it. Um, <laughs> oh uh, there's this video of Drake at some club in Atlanta, and he got literally like like a huge box of just straight cash on a table in his section. Whoa. <laughs> like, 
like it's a clear it's a clear box like the box that you put christmas ornaments in where does he find who who comes up with these ideas i couldn't tell you somebody on his team that someone quoted and said i would have cut a hole in the bottom of the table (laughs) like a scooby-doo villain (laughs) i saw that one i thought like yeah you're actually on something Oh yeah, I would have had a, a jigsaw little thing. Mm-hmm. I, he he would have been missing some funds. Okay, because I need it more than you do. Quick. Um, listen. Someone else said, "What's black mom math?" <laughs> and someone quoted and said, "If you lost one house key, everybody you now got the key to your house and could get in." Yeah, they don't know where we live. <laughs> moms, moms. So here's the thing: I used to love watching Charmed and like wit shows growing up. So. Sometimes I I would lose the house key. I didn't know where it was, but I was in charge of it. But we had to make it to the bus because my mom would have been way madder at us for losing the bus for versus me trying to find the key. So mm. what I would do is I would like I just always felt like somebody was watching, like the guy who saw your scooter. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting there like, okay. So I'm like, I'm like doing doing spells on on on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking around doing spells, and then I'm like. And then I run to the bus and we were never robbed. So I'm not saying that I was doing spells on my lock and key because I lost the key every other day, but I will say my made up spells. And I, if you, if you ever watch Vampire Diaries, you know what Fosmatos is. <laughs> and if you know, you know, like it, the thing is something somebody on Twitter said, the lady who was making up those spells and curses was using real spells and curses, moms. Yes. I was like, Fosmatos is a... Is a real real spell? Real spell. I said, oh, that's scary. Like, oh, that's goodness. really... Like, you really don't know. Oh, yeah, no. Because there was definitely little kids in our little area. I would convince them I was a witch or vampire during <laughs> Halloween. Why would you tell them? Just for fun. Like, I would be like, you don't even know what I am. And they'd be like, what are you talking about? And I would just be, I would drag it like for weeks, like come one day with some fake tooth on. Like it was just a little game I played. Like I was just like, they don't even know what I really am. Because yeah. in this time I was, <laughs> during this era, I was going through my Twilight era too. So oh, it was just yeah. like timing. Like I was just like, they don't even know what I really am. Like <laughs> part of it was delusion. I'm not going to hold you. Part of it was just, I was like, this is just my entertainment for the day. Denasia being a vampire, me being a witch. Like, <laughs> like, all right, Elena and Bonnie. What? Bro, please, please, what is wrong with y'all? Like, literally, well, I mean, we didn't have nothing else to do. Bro, and don't let me, didn't, when I got in my pretty little liars era, I used to be waking up, checking my phone nervous. Like, I was going to get a text from May. <laughs> I can't, to this day, I couldn't tell you why I thought I was in them shows. I just, I just knew my house needed to be protected. Should I have prayed? Absolutely. But in that moment, I would do spells on the lock and key. The, in that moment, I'm checking my phone thinking A is looking for me. Which is crazy. Crazy. Because what would A possibly want with me? I didn't have no secrets, no lies to tell. Like, three little liars. Them girls was killing, stealing, robbing, and sleeping. Literally. I wasn't doing any of those things. Bro, we... We definitely have had a childhood. Like, literally. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. Like, just, what? Like. I told my mom about the whole, like, me putting spells in the house. And she was like, Faith, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, I just wanted to make sure the house was protected. And I kept on losing the keys. I don't really know. You had good intentions. I had great intentions. Oh, I, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
in conclusion, been the Lulu, always the Lulu. I don't think it. I don't think it goes away. I don't think it goes away. I just. I now. I'm. I mean, I don't even have a key to my house. I'm. I'm still waiting for one at this point. But I mean, I don't even be living li- leaving here for real. But hey, I'm no longer have to die hard. That that habit did die hard really hard because I I'm not putting no spells in the thing no more. I just say I, we we got a ring camera and call that a day. That it is what it is. It is what it is. Mm. Wow, wow. Well, moms, this is this has been a great episode. I feel like yeah. we both realize we the Lulu children partially the Lulu adults. adults. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 pipeline is pretty freaking strong. Pretty strong. Um, but we're going to do one calls and request line. It is more so just an update of one of our past um, calls. Um, Mom, I'll go ahead and read it. And then maybe you can just comment on it. And that'll be the end of the episode. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, y'all. This is another trigger warning. I have an update about my stepfather and my mother situation. My mom called me today, September 20th, and told me that she is moving back in with my stepdad on Sunday, September 24th. I told her that I'm upset and disappointed about her actions. She said that things aren't working out at my aunt's house and that she missed being in the comfort of her own home. She said that my stepdad is in therapy and that she sees some improvements already. Side note, I'm a psychology student and I've researched cases similar to my situation. Unfortunately, having a mindset like that won't go away that fast. It's just bound to happen again and he will try his best not to get caught again. I pray that it doesn't happen to anyone else. I haven't talked to to my younger sister yet because my mom wanted to talk to her first about it. I know that she would call. I knew that she would get back with him, but I wasn't expecting it to be within two weeks. All I can do is pray for her safety and love her from a distance. The only ties I have with her is that she's taking care of my dog. It is only temporary until I move immediately after my graduation in December. In the meantime, I will not go anywhere near that house or him. This isn't the best update, but I'll continue to update y'all if anything changes. Also, thank you for the advice and kind words. I have suggested and gave information to my mom about her going to a domestic violence shelter since I was 17, but she always changed her mind about it. I live in South Carolina, and there are a good amount of resources that help survivors, but it's up to the person to want the help. Thank you again, loves. Thank you again for the update. I mean, literally, like, this is one call from the request line that like we've been waiting for an update just because we want to make sure everything works out but honestly like you're doing everything that you can in your power to handle the situation the best that you can like I agree I think you should keep your distance until she figures out like if this is a temporary or a permanent fix like realistically I think cutting ties is the best thing you can do because she's choosing to go back to her abuser and your abuser so there's really like no real positive outcome on it um I think definitely trying to at least make sure she's okay at least um but realistically i think if people if people want to accept help the first step is actually like choosing to accept it and not just like brushing it off or being like oh like i'm lonely and i want to go back to the comfort of what i know um yeah i mean i know it's really hard because she's a victim too but Mm -hmm. she also is a grown woman and if she wants to go back to that situation like and she's she's gotten out of it like that's on her yeah absolutely absolutely um, just really thank you for the updates and if there's any other updates or any other life thing that she want to ask us about please let us know again we are not um, professional anything but we try our freaking hardest before we record to make sure we get these answers to you as much as we possibly can yeah and like as best advice that we can give you too like even if we haven't gone to the situation we still have like empathy for you and what you're going through so if you have any other things that you're going through that you want advice on or how you handle it or how you and your sister are doing like keep us posted because we be like we really do be wanting to know like we talk about this after and before the podcast so yeah 
and just for the next season. So we do, I, I did put a post um, in the group me and on this uh, Tap A Black Girl story. Hey, please send in any calls from requests on that you guys may have. And you guys sent him in. So what we're going to do is have a full, and we haven't done this for a few seasons. We're going to do a full episode full from calls from the request line or full of calls from the request line. So you guys have probably about a week or two to send in your calls. Um, so please send them in ASAP so that we can have a full episode just answering all any and all your dilemmas. And um, yeah, just make sure you do um, go to that link tree, go to the free six free suggestion box. I got it. Finally, it took six seasons and, um, and then post it in there. It's anonymous and we will make sure that we are going to be sitting down and figuring out all the answers to all your guys' questions. And that will be the first episode of season seven. Yeah. And we'll actually have more time during the episode to like go through them and give you guys like more in-depth answers too. So we have some good some good questions so far i'm not gonna hold you so like the girlies are getting into it getting into life yeah the girlies are the girlies are letting us know what's happening um so yeah guys thank you guys for a great season again stay connected with us on social media we're not gonna be gone for long this Mm -hmm. is gonna be a probably our shortest off season yet but um follow us on typeyblackgirls.com i mean not dot com whoa what website hopefully but Instagram.com slash type of black girls. Follow us on our personals, keep up with us. We love when you guys interact. And yeah, we will see you guys very shortly. Absolutely. Okay. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Love ya.